Hey, Mike Kelly's with us. I saw him courtside. Uh, there's always plenty of energy and emotion on the the, uh, the sidelines of an NBL match Friday night. It wasn't going their way at halftime. They found a way through in the end. Bryce Cotton, a brilliant individual game. Unfortunately, they couldn't back it up on Sunday in what was a very high-intensity game against the Tasmanian Jack Jumpers. It is all to play for heading into the final round for the Wildcats. Two big games to look forward to. And Mike Kelly's with us now on Sports Breakfast. Mike, good morning. Hey, good morning. Thanks for having me. Nice to speak again. Uh, we might start with the positive uh, result of the weekend, and that was Friday night against the Hawks before we get to the Jack Jumpers. What was said at halftime in the rooms to inspire the, the second half turnaround? Because you're down by five at halftime. Yeah, I, JR, as, as fiery as he is, he's also um, pretty smart. It was more about tactics and, and what we were trying to get done. And uh, we had some some good plays in that second quarter, like some things that we could hold on to and say, hey, more of that, more of that will get us where we want to be. And, uh, yeah, and just stay with what we're trying to do. And, and the guys did that in the second half. And as you said, Bryce went off and um, the guys were ready just to, to finish the game in, in the right way, and that's what they did. Uh, Bryce's individual game, he's had many of those games over his career. It's pretty hard to take him off the court, and he only came off with 90 seconds left in the match. Um, does does Bryce insist on staying out there, or is it just, all right, Bryce, you stay on, and when you feel like you need to come off, you come off? No, I think um, John watches and, and sees when when he thinks there's a, a good time uh, for Bryce to come off, like uh, the rhythm of the game, and also um, when Bryce really needs a, a break. And uh, but I think that game there was a couple times where John was looking at it and Bryce said to him, "Hey, I'm good to go. You can leave me on, uh, and I'll and I'll fight through." And, and that's what happens. Mike, um, then you head to to Hobart to play the Jack Jumpers, and the result doesn't go your way. It was a really good game of basketball and very high intensity, as I mentioned. What do you take out of that game? Because that felt every bit like a finals game. Yeah, I mean we we played some really good basketball. Um, offensively especially. Um, we didn't get everything done that we wanted to get done on the defensive end, and we can uh, improve in some areas there, and, and we'll be watching some film uh, today on that and uh, and tomorrow. Um, so there was, you know, we were in an amazing atmosphere down there after, you know, same deal at RAC on Friday. So, so two, like, really playoff style games or at least playoff style atmospheres and uh and tazzy kept going and uh we got little uh we had a few possessions offensively that we didn't move the ball like we wanted to and and it you know didn't work for us there and and then they came down and scored so i think there were some things we can learn uh especially late kind of finishing off games against good teams and in playoff atmospheres so if we can learn from that, then uh, then I think it's going to help us in these two games this weekend and going into the playoffs. Um, 50 points from each team in the first half. There must have been a bit of defensive problem on their side as well because it's uh, fairly attacking. Yeah, I, I think uh, two good offensive teams, and, and that's one thing we've consistently done is score the ball. Um, and, then, and then they got going, and, uh, and they're a tough team, and, and they had the momentum. They're an emotional team. And uh, and they were scoring freely as well. So, yeah, that uh, that third quarter and into the fourth, we were feeling good about it. Um, and then it then it dried up on us a little bit, and, and they kept going. Uh, one of the questions I suppose needs to be asked. I mean, Friday night, 
then Sunday, Friday night, four of your, your starters played more than 30-odd minutes. Bryce Cotton, one of those, plays 38. Then he plays 40 on... I mean, are we expecting a bit much from so few at the moment? Is is that a problem? And is that one of the reasons that a bit of fatigue on that game? Well, I think there's always guys always get tired. That's uh, that sport, I guess, is that you're pushing your body to the limit as as much as you can, and and it's finding the balance of um, keeping the guys as fresh as possible and kind of ha- letting them have the ability to do their jobs well and play well. Um, and at the same time, having the combinations out there that that you think are going to help you win the game. So, uh, I guess that's up to uh, you know interpretation as as to whether guys are able to play through being tired, and and that's kind of the constant balance that Jr. is trying to find as as we go down the wire here. So, uh, I don't. I think we can finish plays better than we did in that fourth quarter and I think definitely there's going to be some tiredness in the fourth quarter and it's and it's who plays better through that and, and who executes better and who has the ability to, to play through being a little bit tired. So that I think that comes into every every game you play, every sport, like do you leave a guy in uh, four minutes straight or five minutes straight or ten minutes straight? Um, you know, those are those are questions that are kind of asked every every game you play, and every time guy comes back from injury, it kind of all goes into it. But guys have guys have recovered well and uh, and got through that. And I think if you ask Bryce Cotton to play forty eight minutes, um, he'd be jumping at the chance. Mike Kelly with us, associate head coach at the Perth Wildcats under John Riley. The Wildcats in a, a battle now to secure a, a spot as high as they can on the table. Two big games, Cairns and Sydney, coming up in the final round of the home and away season. I guess the follow-up question to that, and you talk about the fatigue and the starters playing a lot of minutes, but is there confidence in the depth of the group that these guys on the bench can come on and play more of a role when required? Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, you've got guys throughout the bench that um, have played hundreds of NBL games and, and shown that they can play to that level and win championships. So there's great confidence in the group um, overall. And and even even some of the young guys that are coming through, like a Michael Harris, um, who's playing so well that, yeah, JR has, has confidence through the group. And, and I think it's just getting guys in at the right moments and, and, uh, and guys staying ready. And they've done a great job of that so far. Mike, you, sorry, Wayne, you got a you got an update on Ty Webster and and his hamstring. I, I think John's used a few different terms to describe the severity of it. Do you have an update? No, nothing, nothing official other than he's continuing to make progress. Um, his workouts have been good, and uh, you know we're hopeful that he's going to be back real soon. But I don't, I don't have a before practice as we go in here in about an hour. Um, I don't have anything official on Ty. All right, you're just hanging in there in that fifth spot, but you've got a couple of tough ones. You're playing uh, teams two and one in, on the fixtures in the Taipans and, and Sydney. So it's it's a tough call, but I suppose a home ground advantage. Yeah, you know, I said to my son last night as I'm sitting there with the laptop uh, going over canned stuff, like, this is exciting. This is basically playoff basketball right now. And the atmosphere has been like that in RAC over the last few weeks especially. Um, I think that everybody realizes around town and and throughout our organization that these are basically playoff games and uh, it's a lot of fun. This is 
this is so much fun and so exciting. Both teams will will be ready to have just uh, just put it all out there. So we're super excited for this opportunity. The Sydney Kings are going to finish top regardless of what happens this weekend with their games against Adelaide and yourselves. What sort of a team do you expect them to bring over? You're expecting them to bring their strongest team on Sunday? Yeah, well, you know, it's funny, like, I'm, I'm like, really deep into cans right now, so I haven't mm. hardly thought about uh, Sydney, but I have thought about that. And I, I do wonder how, how teams approach the playoffs. Like, they would have a big rest between this last game and then there they've got buys in the playoffs because of the setup and the playing games and everything. So they'll have a big break between games. So I would expect them to be whoever's fit for, for them to bring their whole team and uh, to play everybody they can and just get the best hit out before, uh, before they have a little bit of a break between now and uh, their playoff game. Mike, how do you scout cans with that being your immediate focus with that game on on friday night uh, no count pinder uh for uh the the taipans he's out with injury mm. but what are you expecting from your opponents how do you scout them yeah they're a super aggressive um kind of athletic and and long with uh you know guys that switch a lot on defense and are super uh i guess handsy is a good word for it and uh and physical and then they try to go offensively they're out quick and and shooting threes, so we need to stop that initial um, hit from them offensively, and then uh, DJ Hogue shoots a three so well, Bull Cole shoots a three so well, Tajir McCall just seems to get in every gap and then spin to the basket, so um, they, you know, they're tough and uh, and playing great basketball, so they're, uh, they're kind of an emotional team, and uh, I think if they get going and quiet the RAC Arena crowd down, um, they could be a problem, so we need to try to smack them in the face a little bit early and uh, get the crowd behind us and, and take that emotion from them. I know you, you're only focused on yourselves and making um, the, the postseason finishing as high as you can, but Cairns is a club that would have a, a special place in your heart, Mike, for your time there, and you know the region pretty well. They've had a, an incredible season to bounce back from a tough year last year to find themselves second heading into the final round. Yeah, they've they, Adam Ford and his staff and those players, they've done an amazing job. Um, they, you got to give them a lot of credit coming from uh, low on the ladder last year to, to second place on the ladder now. They've just done an amazing job. And, uh, yeah, kind of it's in the, in the picking of the players and then, and then how you use them. They've done a great job on both. Well, we wish you well in taking down the Taipans Friday night and then hopefully a win over the Kings that'll have us well-placed heading into the postseason. Uh, Mike, good luck for what's to come and we hope to chat to you uh, heading into finals with everything still to play for. Yeah, thanks for that. Super excited. See you guys. Mike Kelly joining us, associate head coach at the Perth Wildcats alongside John Rilly, a good man of basketball. Spent a lot of time out here in Australia now and been a welcome addition to the Wildcats coaching roster over the last couple of seasons.